5 Steps for Becoming Profitably Famous Swiftly for Writers, Producers, and Actors. In this podcast we are going to talk about how to become profitably famous when you are a writer, actor, producer, or other entertainment industry pro. The mechanics of creating your own fame, and earning a great living while you do it, are something anyone can learn quickly. In fact, by the end of this podcast you will realize you already understand how fame is profitably manufactured. What this podcast will do is help you see how to apply this insight to your own work. If you need very practical, tactical, and strategic help achieving your objectives, and would like to network with other industry pros, visit nancyfoldenmeetups.com. You will find both free and very cost-effective training resources there. You will also find online and offline events you can attend. If you have any questions about the information in this podcast feel free to email nancy at nancyfoldenmeetups.com for a quick reply. Now, let's talk about fame. Writers, actors, and producers get famous when they become widely known for one or two very specific characteristics. Consider Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show, Cher with her great performances and very revealing costumes, Jon Stewart with his political humor, Aaron Sorkin with his killer monologues for leading actors, Robert Downey Jr. with his dangerous charm and wry wit, and the Kardashians with their life-lived-to-the-hilt philosophy. In fact, take a moment to think of anyone very famous. What words would you use to get someone to accurately guess who you are thinking of if you could not use the famous person's name, or the name of a film, book, or role they created? You might describe Stephen King as the great American horror writer. You might describe Hunter S. Thompson as the guy who created gonzo journalism. You might describe Bill Clinton as the guy who got impeached over a dress. Actually, that last example illustrates that it is perfectly possible to get famous for characteristics one does not want to be known for. When that happens it often becomes impossible to be known for anything else. Epstein and Polanski became known for the sexual abuse of underage girls, Harvey Weinstein became famous for being ugly and assaulting movie stars. Serial killers often get famous overnight for doing something horrific. And some unfortunate souls, like Elizabeth Short become famous for being the victim of terrible crimes. After all, most folks know Elizabeth as the Black Dahlia. To get profitably famous for your writing, producing, or performing, you need to do five things. First, you need to specialize. Aaron Sorkin writes talky pictures about smart people. He has not branched out to writing thrillers or horror films. If he did, the characteristics we know him for would likely become muddied. We would know him for talky pictures about smart people and bad horror and thriller films. When you do just one or two things well enough to please lots of people, it's easy for folks to remember you and it's easy for them to talk about you. When you branch out to doing other things, particularly things you don't do very well, you become so unclear to audiences, the media, and those who represent you, that fame is almost impossible to initially achieve and to maintain. For actors this tight focus feels like a straight jacket. Leonard Nimoy was an exceptional actor, but most of us only ever knew him as Spock. Occasionally performers like Madonna learn how to reinvent themselves, reshaping their fame over time, but to become famous she had to specialize. She performed rock not opera. She dressed provocatively and sang provocative songs. Along with the one or two key characteristics that define the best of your work, you need a completely unique name. When people search for your name online, they need to find you and only you. Failure to have a name that meets that requirement means no matter how good you are, fame will likely elude you. Note that 20 years ago it was possible to have a name like Stephen King, or to use a common name like Madonna, and get famous with it because the internet and search engines were new. Using the same names today would make being easy to find all but impossible. Second, you need to be considered truly amazing for the one or two characteristics you've chosen to focus on. John Stewart initially tried to be a dramatic actor. 
If he had made achieving that objective the focus of his career, he would not be a household name. Instead he allowed himself to focus on astute political comedy, took over The Daily Show and became a powerful force in politics and comedy for 15 years. Actors are frequently told they should be able to play any role, but history shows they should play a wide variety of roles until they find one audiences really respond to, and then they should follow that vein to financial success. They don't have to play the same role over and over again, but they likely do have to focus on playing similar roles if they want to be very well paid. When an actor plays against type it's often very hard on their career. This is one reason child stars struggle so much. They grow out of the type of characters audiences, agents, managers, and the promotional press expect them to play. Miley Cyrus was punished pretty broadly for deciding to perform her music without portraying Hannah Montana. Writers, like J.K. Rowling, need to find a niche they can write in that people really respond to, and then they need to focus on that niche. J.K. Rowling has had little luck to date branching out from her success in creating Harry Potter fiction, and she's one of the richest writers in the world. Producers need to experiment with making films and taking them to audiences until they find something that people respond to, then they need to explore that niche until they have developed the ability to produce and market that kind of film better than anyone else. Michael Moore actually spent most of his early years writing. But Roger and Me, which was a first-person documentary about a man trying to get answers to some important questions, made him famous and wealthy. He has mined that vein ever since. In short, Creative professionals must actively experiment to find out what one or two characteristics audiences naturally latch onto them for. Then they need to invest their time in building on those characteristics. Third, you need to promote your work efficiently. There's no point appearing in things in which your work is not recognized, very visibly, in such a fashion that you can become known for it. There were a hundred great comedic actors on the Seinfeld show but they didn't become famous or well paid after that work because they were not widely identified with it. Appearing as part of an ensemble, writing as part of a team, being one of the producers on a project does have some value. It lets you become known within a tight circle for doing what you do best. That can lead to follow-on jobs. It lets you see how people respond to your work, so you know if the characteristics you are focusing on are those that work well for you. But in order to become famous, you do have to be the headliner, or you have to be very heavily featured as part of a very popular ensemble for a significant period of time. This worked well for George Clooney in ER. So being cast as the lead for movies and plays matters. Having your work as a writer showcased during the promotion of films, plays, and books, you have played a leading role and is important. As a producer, you need to be known as the producer or the showrunner if you want to use your work on one film to fund and produce others. In addition to playing the key role on projects that show you have the one or two characteristics you are going to get famous for, you need to be widely promoted. The project must have a unique name and a good website that showcases you and your work. You must run press releases online and through publications that feature your role in widely liked work. You must be interviewed about your work by widely read journalists as well. Fourth, you need to capture your audience. Not only must your projects have good websites and good promotion, you as a creative professional must have a website based on your unique name. On that website you need to have some way to trade people some video or text in return for their email address. You need to collect email addresses for those who love your work so you can continue to serve them well going forward. You may also elect to have people follow you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But each of those platforms can, at will, make it so your audience can't find you. When you have people's email addresses you can invite them to follow you on any platform. You can also invite them to check out any book you write, any play or film you've played a lead role in, or any film or stage production you have produced. This may seem pushy, but most of us would have joined Robin Williams' email list to hear when he was performing or to see what show he was putting up next.
If a tenth of the people who loved his work had enjoyed a direct connection to him, he could have produced in, or appeared in, any project he wanted for almost his entire life. He would have died a very, very wealthy man. The same could be said of Richard Pryor. Fifth, you need to have something for folks who love you to buy. This can be something you produce. It can be something that you get a percentage of the back end from. It can be products and services other people sell and pay you up front to promote. You can be very very famous and very very poor at the same time. To avoid that, you must have direct contact with your audience and you must find ways to profitably serve them. As I mentioned previously, you already know how profitable fame works. If I mention Ben and Jerry's, you know I'm talking about great ice cream and weird flavors. That's all they sell. You know the unique characteristics they are famous for. You know they capture their audience by putting stores on main streets and in malls. They also put their ice cream in the freezer section of every grocery store. They absolutely do have a website. Stores who want to buy their ice cream and people who want free ice cream on their birthdays can both sign up on that website. That lets Ben and Jerry contact them. You can find the same elements of success when you think about Mrs. Fields Cookies, Geico Insurance, Starbucks, and a million other products and services you know and buy every day. Many people become worthy and famous without relying on lucky breaks and happy accidents. They understand how the five steps in this podcast mechanically build the success they want. If you need help creating a career that gives you what you want, drop by nancyfultonmeetups.com to find free and cost-effective tools and resources you can use in achieving your objectives. We also have many online and face-to-face events you can attend. You have just listened to five steps for becoming profitably famous swiftly for writers, producers and actors. Written by Nancy Fulton. Copyright 2019 by Nancy Fulton. All rights reserved. Subscribe to Audio Iron for more great podcasts for entertainment industry pros.